You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and Nate Klaus as we're trying to figure out what's going on in the Big Ten as everybody in the country is trying to figure that out and kind of what's next. And, you know, the teams in the Big Ten, guys, they still remain in what's called the 12-hour mode, um, which they're allowed five in the weight room, five of helmets only or simulated practices with no contact and then two in the film room. Um, now, SEC, Big 12, ACC, they're allowed 20. Um, so right now, just on that alone, the Big Ten's at a disadvantage. Um, so I, I think coaches want clarity. You know, when can we go back to 20 hours? And then what do you do with your team now? I mean, so there's so many unknowns, and we don't know when you're going to play. It's really hard because if you play, let's just say, the December 29th or January plan, all of a sudden, then October becomes a version of spring practice. But if you play Thanksgiving, then October really is not going to be like a spring practice in that sense where you're, you're going to play, you know, 15 spring practices in a scrimmage or two. Um, so it's so important here that they get the plan out. And obviously, October 10th, if that, that's the plan, they, they've got to yeah. know that here. Within the next week or two. I mean, I think next Wednesday is probably like the cutoff on that. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if you can go much further. We're about forty days away from that at this point. And it seems like most programs agree that they need, you know, minimum four weeks to ideally like six weeks to be ready to play. Well, fall camp's normally four. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you're basically talking about some programs that aren't doing anything. So I mean, while Nebraska could probably pick up and be ready faster than anybody. Other schools in the league might not be able to do that. So I think probably consensus uh, around the league would be at least a month to, to get ready. And so uh, kind of add that into your equation of how quickly they can get started. Yeah, I agree. If they're going to do October, they better announce something within the week if they're going to have any chance of having enough time to get that together. Yeah, it would have to be next week at the very, very latest. Um, and, and probably with a heads up, hey, um, you know, get, get your get your ducks in a row here. Uh, get a get a practice schedule put together or whatever. Um, be, be ready to hit the ground running because this could jump off. You know, here in the next next few days or whatever. So, yeah, it's it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. You know, if they're organized enough to do that, which programs would be able to to kind of hit the ground running too? If if in fact this this all does c- come together, but um, again, I'm not. I'm not overly optimistic at this point, or, or I should say I'm not holding my breath. I'm, I'm far beyond <laughs> kind of holding out hope for anything. I'm just kind of riding, the, riding the, the, the wave right now. And, you know, you had to expect this. Who in their right mind would have thought back in August when this decision was made, early August, that everyone was just going to sit back and be like, yeah, we're just going to accept this as we watch high school football. I mean, we went to five, our staff went to five games on Thursday and Friday. And as we watch the SEC in the Big 12 and the ACC practice and they recruit and they badmouth the Big 10 um, and it hurts them in recruiting right now because of this decision, who thought that everyone would just sit back and be like, you know what, Kevin Warren, you made the right call and we support the call and we're not going to play. We, we totally understand where you're I mean, who thought that any, I mean, people were just going to back down. And if the Big 10 or these national writers thought that, they really don't have a touch of reality. When you have other Division One universities within states of your member schools playing college football hours away. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> I mean, Two that, hours away is Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, I mean, look, look at Ohio right now. They're playing high school, they're playing college, and they're playing NFL. But Ohio State, the best team in the state, can't play football. I mean, give me a break. That, that's, that shows everything about how 
uh, ridiculous this whole situation is that somehow the Big Ten knows something and they're like viewing this so differently than every other football league within the state of Ohio that, you know, for some reason. What about Notre Dame? And they play in Indiana. Iowa, Iowa Notre State. Dame announced they're having fans yeah. in the stands. Pittsburgh is playing in the state of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, go, go around the list. It's It just kind of, you know, highlights just how far off every, the Big Ten is from everybody else, obviously besides the Pac-12, and how they're viewing the ability to put together a fall football season. The Big Ten thinks there's absolutely no way, or at least said there was no way, uh, to do it safely. Uh, everybody else said, hmm, let's think about it for a little bit, and here they are getting ready to not only play, play within states of Big Ten schools and have, in some cases, fans attending the game. It's it's just stupid. Well, at least the everyone else said, hey, well, let, let's give it a go. Let's at least try. Um, and, and the Big Ten didn't even say, it, let's at least try. Here, um, here's the financial impact uh, that, that this decision could, could have. Um, maybe we should at least try to, to see if we can make this happen instead of, um, you know, face all these, all these uh, sports potentially getting cut and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, the, these, these cities and these towns being hurt so badly uh, by this decision. Uh, you know the the lack of effort that is is just one piece of all this that that's uh, really bugging me. And Bill Moose on Big Red Wrap Up here on Tuesday night, he made a real interesting comment. He goes, "If we ever get to this point again where we're talking about playing again, we made a huge mistake the first time by not having everybody talking together." Kevin Warren instead kept the medical people, he kept the ads, he kept the coaches. And then he kept the presidents and the chancellors all separate. And Kevin Warren was kind of the messenger that just went from group to group to group. And we don't know, you know, and and that's where Mike Flood and what's going on with the Nebraska players, they're trying to get some transparency because what did Kevin Warren share and how did he share that that ultimately influenced the presidential vote? And that's what, you know, the Big Ten's like acting like giving these like basic vague uh, answers to wanting more information and saying, all right, there's your answers. Now the issue is settled. It, it just kind of just digs them further into this hole where, no, you're not providing any more transparency. Basically, all you're sharing is thing that should have been shared immediately right out of the gates without even asking for it because it is such elementary information. Uh, and the fact that they have to legally pry that out of the Big Ten's hands, it's, uh, I mean, it's just mind-boggling, or as the RSS like say, mind-boggling, mind-boggling. Uh, that this, this is what our conference has come to, that players have to sue the league in order to get just a, an answer of what the vote count was for a decision, a billion-dollar decision to cancel or postpone college football. Yeah, I mean... It- that that's right there tells you all you need to know that there's some agendas or there's they're hiding something they don't want you to to know about or or they don't want to be fully transparent with um you know it just (laughs) none of it makes sense and i know we we are all kind of just talking ourselves in circles here but um (laughs) it's just it's just completely mind-bottling robin um (laughs) that we're that we're even in this position and you were talking about the big 10 who is has got as much or more money than anybody is as powerful as any conference uh, but yet it's been made into a big national joke and that also keep in mind that the husker players are still continuing their lawsuit um against the league and the the conference filed their 23 page brief um and statement to the court on monday nebraska filed one back uh this thing is now in the hands of judge susan foster 
Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see uh, where all this goes um, in, in the courtroom next for Nebraska. But, I mean, who would have thought that Nebraska would have the Big Ten in court on like an hour's notice? I mean, that, I, I have never seen anything like that where at 1 o'clock the brief for the case was filed and by 3 the high-powered Big Ten attorney had to drop what he was doing to be on a Zoom mm-hmm. courtroom hearing, and he was not happy. No, um, nor was the you, Big Ten. He was clearly uh, underprepared for that whole deal, too. He seemed a little flustered that uh, he was trying to throw together this argument, whereas the uh, the player side was uh, a lot to, more ready for that that drop of the hat hearing. Uh, and Sean, I'll definitely say that those mass media law classes that you took back at uh, Nebraska John J Bender, School baby. have definitely paid off with your coverage of all this. So, uh, <laughs> who would have thought that uh, you know we'd be covering court hearings uh, instead of getting ready for you know <laughs> position battles and uh, Purdue previews and all that good stuff? I was on a jury duty for two weeks last June, and that actually kind of—I mean—you just learn a lot more about that system. You're the Nebraska media like legal expert at this point. <laughs> Once again, thanks to John Bender, our, our uh, esteemed mass law professor. I think he's still at the university. Ran yeah. into him once at Big Red Kino on 84th and Highway 2 having dinner one night. Nice. Yeah, he was a good dude. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk basketball for a segment. Um, Robin's got more information on the plan that basketball is looking at. Um, looks like possibly Thanksgiving. We'll get Robin's thoughts on that next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.